This morning we're going to begin a series on spiritual warfare. And for the last 10 to 15 days I have been in spiritual warfare. To the point that I wanted to get on the phone and call the devil up and tell him I changed my mind. <laughs> Paul said, we are not ignorant of his devices. Peter said, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though something strange happened unto you. Jesus told Peter, Peter, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, listen to this, that your faith fail not. And when you are converted, Feed my sheep. This morning, I want to call your attention to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. How many of you know and believe that there is a devil? Now, I'm not talking about your wife and your husband. I'm talking about, I'm talking about that there is a spiritual foe. Yeah. Yeah. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, I want to pull up the Apostle Paul's divine authentication, his vindication of his apostleship contextually. And Paul says in verse 3, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they're not fleshly, they can't be seen, they can't be smelled. It can't be heard, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We'll come back to that. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And here's the real victory of growth, verse 6, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. I want to talk about the invisible invasion. The invisible invasion. You cannot hit what you cannot see. You cannot hit what you cannot see. The greatest battle being waged throughout the universe is God and Satan. Good and evil, light and darkness. Notice there are only two sides. There's not a third entity. 
There is not a third choice. You are either in Christ or you're out of Christ. You are either saved or you're unsaved. You're either yielded or you're unyielded. You're either obedient or you're disobedient. You cannot mix and mingle with God. That when we begin to look at this matter of warfare, there was a war in eternity past that has major ramifications into eternity future. And the war that we come in contact with in the believer is the war within our minds. It is the battle of our feelings against our faith, our confidences in conflict with our comprehensions, our history of hurts, which holds our hearts hostage. And, and, and when we begin to look at this spiritual warfare, this spiritual weaponry, as announced in Ephesians chapter 6, where Paul gets to the, uh, the point of Ephesians chapter 6, and he says, finally, my brethren. That finally is finally, finally, finally. Let's talk about the real deal. That there is a major battle going on that we don't typically discern. That Satan is an influencing spirit. It is he that influences people to get on your nerves. It is Satan that influences arguments in marriage. Yeah, it is Satan that influences murmuring in ministry. It is Satan that influences autonomy instead of unity. Satan is the spirit behind everything. That's dark, everything that's devalued, every immorality without exception, everything that would defy the word of God has a spirit behind it. Do I have a witness? And, and in fact, y'all looking at me funny, I, you know, Ephesians chapter 2, it says, and you who were, past tense, dead in trespasses and sins. How many of you know y'all was dead in the world? dead in trespasses and sins, listen, hath he now quickened, made alive. Lord have mercy. We were, we were dead, we were disobedient, we were doomed, we were totally depraved. Isn't that right? Yeah, you don't hear about total depravity no more, but we were totally, totally depraved means there was nothing in you that God deemed good. See, 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 we want to dress ourselves up and we want to brush ourselves off. Well, when I was in the world, I wasn't bad as pastor. You was going to hell in a handbasket. Can I get a witness? And, and because, see, God doesn't measure sin the way you measure sin. You either miss the mark or you go, you go through the gates flying in. You, see, nobody slips into heaven 
Oh, I'm preaching now. You, you, don't, you don't die and crawl into heaven and say, I'm a no good sinner. Ah, not, no, no, no. When you go in because of his righteousness, you're going through the gates shouting. You're going through the gates holy. You're going through the gates, amen, full of righteousness. Praise his name. And, and it's, it's here, it's here, it's here, it's here. It's here. And, and you know, the more I study the word, the, the longer I'm saved, I, I, I begin to realize just how dead and depraved and doomed and disobedient that I was when I was in the world. See, see, you can't, you can't see this stuff while you're out there. Can I get a witness? You, you, you can't measure how messed up you were when you're out there. Do I have a witness? You got to get saved and God's got to start changing you and God's got to start sanctifying you and God's got to start pulling you out of stuff and then when you look back Lord have mercy you realize how far the Lord has bought you do I have a witness somebody said he bought me from a mighty long way long way long way long way I didn't get here by power I didn't get here by might I got here by his spirit saith the Lord. And if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Lord, have mercy. Mm. Throughout Scripture, we see the we see the revolt of Satan in Isaiah chapter 14 where five times he says, I will be like the Most High God with his imagination. We not only see the revolt, we see the rebellion, amen, when he and one third of the angels left glory, they didn't leave glory, they was booted out. We see that in Ezekiel 28. The anointed cherub was cast down. Jesus told Satan, I saw you falling like lightning. Lord have mercy, that quick. There was no gang war in heaven when Lucifer decided, and the word, by the way, the word Lucifer means son of the morning, means that he was the brightest angel in heaven. He was the most beautiful angel in heaven. He, he was an anointed cherub, amen, and what he did, he stood in front of the throne of God and he took all the praise from an innumerable host of angels and reflected it to God. You got to be careful who's reflecting stuff. Can I get a witness? And, and the Bible says he got tired of the reflection and he wanted to praise for himself. Do I have a witness? Child of God, and, and not only do we see the, revol the revolt and the rebellion, but amen, we also see the revenge factor. When God booted him out of heaven, he said, okay, I know how to get God. I'm going after his supreme creation, man. He walked that garden looking for Adam and Eve so he could bring them down. And every day, he's plotting to bring you down. Every day, he's trying to pull you down. He's trying, amen, to make you quit. He's trying to make you give up. He's trying to make you give out. Somebody know what I'm talking about. He, he's trying to, amen, constantly frustrate you in your faith. See the revolt, you see the rebellion, you see the revenge, but in this context, we see the reason. 
And it's the reasoning that is so deep in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And in fact, chapter 11, 10 and 11 formulate for us a spiritual warfare of the devil. Now, now it's an apologetic, it's, it's a defense, if you will, it's a vindication of Paul's earthly ministry. And, but the emphasis is on change of heart. Let me, let me stop pausing for a moment. The problem in the church is that we've been in church all of our lives. Some of us have been here for years, saved, but there's no change. We know all the cliches, we know all the songs, we can shout, we can hoop, we can holler, we can run up and down the aisles, but ain't nobody changing. And the reason we're not changing is because Satan, through the power of darkness, has restricted the soil of our hearts from the seed of the word and from the sower who is God who sowed the word. So every time the word is sown, Matthew 13, he does something so your heart cannot receive the word. A word that causes change. Do I have a witness? See, 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 you know, we, you know, we know the scripture, Doc. I, you know, what good is it if a man, and James says, if a man says, but does not do? I'm preaching already. Can I get a witness? Amen. That James talks about looking into the mirror of the word. And if you look into the mirror, and the purpose of the mirror is for you to make changes. When you look in the mirror in the morning, if you don't break it, you're trying to hook your hair up, your weave, or whatever you got up there. You're, yeah, yeah, you're trying to put the makeup on. You're trying to see if the uh, lipstick is right. Isn't that right? The purpose of the mirror is to make alterations, or oh, I'm preaching, Doc, for you to look better. You look in the mirror, take a glance at yourself, and James talks about, and walk away forgetting what you just saw. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Lord have mercy. I, I was up early this morning looking at some station, a lady was saying, that the people in Hollywood, to stay good looking, they get all these facelifts, get the, the eyebrows pull up, amen, put on parts that ain't theirs. So they stay firm and, and I'm sitting there saying, my God, and, 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 and it says, and after doing that for so many years, uh, your materials are no longer pliable. In other words, you're paying all this money to get this stuff done. Something getting ready to fall, Doc. Lord have mercy, something getting ready to fall. You. And, 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 and the people were saying, it's frustrating that I've spent all this money, amen, I'm getting my face lifted, but my right side just keeps sagging. That's the only sag I'm going to talk about on TV. But child of God, they, 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 were, they were talking about getting all this work done for naught. 
a waste of money. Because the true you gonna come out. Do I have a witness? You can dress them up, you can take them out. True you, true you. Turn to your neighbor and say, true you. True you. Yeah, leave that one alone. Now I ask them, who are you? True you. Lord, have mercy. The weaponry against Satan, according to the equipment in Ephesians 6, is truth, righteousness, prayer, and word of God. Truth exposes stuff. Can I get a witness? Righteousness expels stuff, prayer expresses stuff, and the word of God extinguishes stuff. And we got to put on the whole armor daily of God to protect us from the trick stratagems and wiles of the devil. Do you know this morning, even as I speak, Satan already has a plan to pull you down? And he didn't start that plan at 6 o'clock this morning. That plan's been in effect for years. He's working this thing strategically and slow. Lord, have mercy. And child of God, when you and I begin to understand, not only does Satan exist, but Satan exploits, and one day Satan is going to be exterminated by the Lord, Revelation chapter 20, thrown into the lake of fire. But while he is alive and well, he wants to frustrate you. He can't have you. He can't send you to hell if you're saved. Let me stop pausing part because some people don't even believe that. Isn't that good news? That the devil cannot have me. The devil cannot send me to hell. The devil cannot destroy me. The devil cannot, I'm preaching now, Doc. No weapon. You, let, me, let me tell you why he can't have you because Jesus said, and no man shall pluck him out of my the Father has given me election. I've lost none. He's the only shepherd that never lost a sheep. Isn't that something? He's the good shepherd. He's the great shepherd. He's the chief shepherd. Jesus lets us know that in the book of Job that he gave Satan permission to attack Job. But even before he gave Satan permission, he had already worked out, amen, a powerful end. Can I get a witness? See, before the devil can attack you, God only allows him to attack you knowing that you're going to come out up top. Can I get a witness? Amen. He, God already knows that Satan might bring it in, but he's going to bring it out. God, God, God already knows that weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. God already knows that, oh, I'm preaching now, child of God, no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. When you are saved, you got all kind of protections in you, around you, in front of you, in back of you. You got a personal angel sitting beside you right now. Turn, 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 turn to your side and say, hi, angel. You got an angel sitting beside you right now. He was dispatched the moment you were born.
Can I get a witness? Uh, Hebrews 1.14. His job is to protect. Thank you, Jesus. His job is to protect. His job is to protect. His job is to protect the righteous of Jesus Christ. That means when I was running out of clubs, when I was doing my thing, my angel was right there with me. When I was in a car, he was with me. When I was in a party, he was with me. When I was in a bar, he was with me. When I was doing this, he was with me. Uh, why? Uh, I was on my way to hell. In your mind, you was on your way to hell. But God said, uh-uh, you were saved before the foundation of the world. And I gave your angel a direct order. Bring him home safely. Do I have a witness? And through many dangers, tolls, and snares, can I get a witness? Somebody wished me dead. Somebody tried to kill me. Somebody thought they had me. But God, who's rich, isn't he rich? He's rich in mercy. He's rich. He's rich. When the doctors didn't know what was wrong, God was standing there. Can I get a witness? When I, when I ate or drank something bad, God was standing there. When bullets was flying, God was standing there. Can I get a witness? I don't know about you, but I feel like shouting. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. Now, wait a minute. Let me do some deductive reasoning. Raymond Gordon, if I did all of that before you were saved, what in the world am I going to do now that you're saved? Turn to your neighbor and say, the best is yet to come. The best. The best. The best. The best is yet to come. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. It is good that I've been afflicted, that I may learn his statutes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. The devil thought he had me. The devil thought he trapped me. The devil was ready to kill me. But in the nick of time, at the right time, Jesus stepped in. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glory. Thank you. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm on borrowed time. Let me tell you what borrowed time means. It means your time was really up, but God let you borrow some more. Lord, have mercy. Thank you. Look at this. Three things I want to say about the devil and I'm going to get out of here. 
First, Satan attacks the facts of the Word of God. In other words, how we are lied to. He gets us through discernment, a lack thereof, and direction. Two interesting tools of the devil. He did it with Eve in the garden, Genesis chapter 3. He, she had no discernment because he attacked the facts. And here's what Satan does. He always questions the will of God, the love of God, and the dependence on God. This is what he told Eve. Did God say? Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times in my life the devil came to me and said, did God say this to you? It ain't happening. <laughs> how many of you know what I'm talking about? He questions the integrity of Almighty God. And child, and child, and child, and child, and child of God. See, Eve's problem was she wanted more than what she had. Lord, she wanted to be great. She wanted to be like God. You read Genesis chapter 3. And, and, and therefore, Satan told her, you know, if you eat this, if you eat of the forbidden tree. Yeah, and we eat of forbidden trees. Don't we? Oh, don't get quiet up in here. Ah. Forbidden fruit is tasty. Isn't it? It's what you're not supposed to have that you want the most. I'm preaching. Oh, y'all ain't getting this. Thank you, Jesus. It's what you have that you don't want. It's what you had that you don't need. Are y'all going to say amen? You going to say amen? You going to say amen? There's something about the strange forbidden that excites us. Are y'all praying with me? Lord, have mercy. And when I was single, man, church girls ain't appealed to me. Bob says, and Solomon loved many strange women. Something about them worldly women. Earrings in them tongue. And... Some of y'all got them. Yeah. Some, some, some about the strangeness of Egypt, of the world. It excites us. Same, same, same with the sisters. Can I get a witness? He's an upstanding young man, you know, working on a degree and got a Bible on his arm. You don't want that. You want somebody coming to church like this? Uh, yo, come back. That's what you want. You, you, listen, you, you don't want. Oh, I'm preaching now, Doc. You, you don't. <laughs> what you say, girl? What? Boom. You, you, you don't want a gentleman. Yeah, you want something rough and tough? Got babies in every state? Can't spell his name? No diction? Can't talk? Grunting all the time? That's what you want. How'd I get on all that? Through 
lack of discernment. And then direction, not only how we are lied to. See, and that's why I'm hard on doctrine. Yeah. There's about 18, 19 gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, you got churches believing in 24 and 25. The Word of God doesn't change. This Biblios of 66 books, 39 old, 27 new, 40 writers, does not change. Can I get a witness? God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Can I get a witness? God didn't come up with no new revelation. There is no new revelation. Revelations are old. Illuminations are what we're into now. Can I get a witness? God didn't tell you to add to the word because of cultural or social stigmas. God, God didn't tell you what's fair and unfair. The, my word have I hid in my heart. God doesn't have your social views or your political views. Yeah. Or your, even your economic views. You weren't promised to be a millionaire because you got saved. Somebody lying to you. Can I get a witness? There was a, there was a widow who took the only might she had, put it in an offering, and Jesus said she gave more than everybody else. In fact, Jesus told the rich young ruler, give all you have away to the poor, socialism, and follow me. Didn't he say that? There, there is a, there is, there is a, yeah. And I love the scripture in Acts where they had everything in common, koinonia. Everybody bought what they had, put it in one pot, so they could equally dish it out to make sure it's in Acts. Everybody, now, e even when I was going to school, you had profs saying, well, that's not communism, that's communism. Read the Bible. No, God's not asking you to give all that you have away, but listen to the precept. The precept is in the church, when I hurt, you hurt. When you hurt, I hurt. And if I'm hurting, you ought to help me. Can I get a witness? Oh, I'm preaching now. Child, 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 child of God, there, there, there is an attack on the doctrine. And then there's an attack on direction, how we are led. Israel walked in the circle 40 years. Don't forget this. 11-day trip turned into 40 years because they had a problem with God's direction. Director, delay, diet, destination. They had a problem with God. And what Satan does, he... Amen. Satan comes along and he attacks us in the area of the facts. Our doctrines keep changing. There are people in Christendom who will tell you you can lose your salvation. I'm glad we're on TV. They are live from the pit. If I can lose my salvation, I might as well just go to hell right now because I lost it. I don't have the power to keep my salvation. Can I get a witness? And everything that Jesus did, he did for eternity. I'm preaching now. My Bible says, how can you lose your salvation when the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have what? 
everlasting life. Now let me stop pausing part because there's a difference between eternal and everlasting. E eternal life, e the eternality of God has no beginning and no ending. Everlasting life had a beginning but no ending. Y'all ain't getting this. Y'all ain't getting this. Y'all ain't, 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 ain't getting this. So although I had a beginning when I came out of my mother's womb, now I have no ending. I'm saved forever. Lord have mercy. I wish I had a witness up in this house. Amen. And, 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 and so he, he deals with these attacks on the facts. On the facts. The facts of the word. What does the word of God say? Amen. But secondly, he attacks not only the facts, but he attacks our faith. Yeah. <laughs> what we tend to believe. Look, look at the second stronghold. Go back to 10, uh, chapter 10 of 2 Corinthians. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, not fleshy, but mighty through God. They're only mighty when we put them in the hands of God. Through The preposition through God to, look, notice, pay attention to the preposition. Through is a preposition. And then two is a preposition. Two is directional, right? Through is directional. Through God, two. The purpose of the through is to get to the two. You can't have a through without the two. Through God, two, purpose of the pulling down of my strongholds. Lord, have mercy. My walls. Satan wants to overthrow our faith. Look, look what he says here in, in this interesting language, casting down imaginations. Now, the word imagination in the original Greek means reasoning, that the one thing that attacks my faith are my feelings and my reasonings. Yes, sir. When God wants me to believe, I start letting the Satan tell me how to reason in difficulty. Amen. Well, if this was my child, I wouldn't let them go through all of this. Well, you ain't God. You don't have purpose. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child of God, when you look at the, the, the makeup of arguments, imaginations real quickly, amen, what he's dealing with are three things. Uh, first of all, you cannot have faith without first a diet of difficulties. Now stop pausing part. If you want faith, God's got to bring difficulties. Faith is the ability to believe in spite of what you see. Faith is the ability not only to believe, but to be still when everything around you is shifting. Faith is the ability to take God at his word in spite of, listen, what you think. There's got to be a diet of difficulties, but... There's got to be, amen, a, a delay on your deliverance. That means the minute you pray for deliverance, you don't get it. God says, ah, wait a while. I'm doing something. I'm doing something. I'm doing something. Boy, I tell you, uh, growing up, my mom had some rules that I questioned. But as I got older, I understood. She had six kids, so she said, uh, here's the deal. 
Saturday, this house is going to be clean, scrubbed, disinfected. Nobody goes out to the whole house is done. So she caused us to become a team. So if you wanted to go out, you was pushing your sibling to get their part done. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Do you know when I went in the military, they did the same exact thing? Do you realize that, that if one bunk is not made right, nobody goes on break. Can I get a witness? Child of God. See, what God has, God has purpose, not only in the difficulties and delays, but even in desires being deferred. And here's the three scenarios. In order for God to increase our faith, he needs a predicament. Uh, uh, excuse me, blessed Holy Spirit. Yes, God the Father. I, I know we are equal, but uh, excuse me, you're the superintendent of church age. Raymond Gordon needs faith. Okay, God, I'll, listen, I'll put together the predicament so he can have faith. <laughs> I'm going to let some stuff break out in his life to force him to believe me. God says, I'm calling for a predicament. I'm going to let you get a pink slip from work. I'm, I'm going to allow your children to get in trouble. I'm, I'm going to, Lord have mercy, I'm going to allow your bills to come in more than your money. I, I'm going to allow your health to get funny. I'm going to call for a predicament. And when the predicament comes, then I'm going to send you a perseverance. I'm going to send you the ability, the stick-to-itiveness. What a big word, the stick-to-itiveness, to hang in there at all costs. Can I get a witness? Where every day you wake up, you, you are saying, thank you, Jesus. I don't know how long it's going to take, but thank you, Jesus. Lord, I don't know uh, how long you're going to take to heal me, but thank you, Jesus. Lord, I don't know how long you're going to open up there, but thank you, Jesus. God says, I'm going to engineer a stick-to-itiveness in you. I'm going to give you a predicament. I'm going to give you a perseverance. Why? Because I want to come out with a product. Job says, and when I come forth. See, we don't think about the wind come forth. We only think about what's hitting us today. Can I get a witness? Lord, have mercy. That is that. In, in, listen, listen, turn to Hebrews to your right real quick. I, I want you to see this. I, I, I got to get out your way. Hebrews, amen. Hebrews, 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 Hebrews. Amen. The book of Hebrews is after James. Somebody said the title of this is not just Hebraic Christians, but a man went around a friend's house and asked his friend's wife, would he make some coffee? Would she make some coffee? And his wife looked at him and said, Hebrews. <laughs> All right, listen to this. Leave that one alone. Look at this. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4, notice, pay attention to the eight parts of speech. Historical, literal, grammatical interpretation of the word. What are the eight parts of speech? Noun, pronoun, verb, adverb, adjective, preposition, interjection, right? Am I missing one? And pronoun. We got them. Conjunction. We got it. The great doctor told me that. Now, now, now watch this. And 
verse, verse 4, by faith, Abel, Abel is a noun, it's the name of a person, place, or thing, offered, verb, action word. He offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. Are you with me? Look at verse 7, real quick. By faith, Noah, noun, being warned of God of things not as yet seen, moved, verb, with fair fear in the preparing of an ark. Are y'all with me? By faith, Abraham, are you with me? Hanging in with me now. Verse 8, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive from inheritance, here's the verb, obeyed, and he went out not knowing where he was going. Did you see that? I'm glad you see it. What, 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 what God is saying is Moses chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the delicacies of Egypt. In each instance, after the noun comes a verb indicating that you and I, when we get in the predicament with perseverance, we got to perform an action. For God. You just don't idly sit there. In order to please God, and without faith, it's impossible to please him. Do I have a witness up in this house? Now, 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 now I don't have time, but in verse, in, ver, in, ver, in verse 30, the walls of Jericho came down after a man, after being circled, encircled seven days. But look at verse 39. I brought this out this morning. Look what it says. And these all. Now, pay attention. These all. Typically, you go first, second, third person. These all, meaning the all of the Hall of Fame of Faith, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise of stop. The word promise is singular, not plural. Meaning, there's only one promise they didn't receive. The promise of the Holy Spirit indwelling them. With all that they had by faith, they stopped the life. Look, they stopped the mouth of lions. They, they saw a fire come out of heaven. Lord, have mercy. Dead, brought back to life. But they never received this one promise. What was the one promise? The fact that what the church, Ecclesia, has, we got God not in a tabernacle. Not in a tent. Not in the Holy of Holies. We got him right here. We, we, we carry God around wherever we go. When I lay down, all, all, in, in fact, if you want to get technical, when I lay on my bed, I don't have to pray up. I can pray in. Lord, have mercy. When, I, when I'm cooking dinner, I can just look at the stove and pray. Why? Because the Lord is within me. He walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that I'm his own. Satan wants to attack your faith. 
He wants to tell you, no, God is not going to do this. No, God doesn't love you. God doesn't care for you. God doesn't hear you. He's a liar, and the truth is not in him. Can I get a witness? you got to maintain that faith at all costs. Amen. And faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Faith comes through difficulties, delays, dilemmas. And when faith comes, you got to hold on to it. you got to, Lord have mercy, you got to stop talking to yourself. you you got to preach to yourself. you got to sing to yourself in songs and hymns and spiritual songs, making melody in your heart to the Lord. you got to stop letting the devil talk to you. When the devil starts rapping to you, you got to Wrap back. You got to say, I know in whom I believe. And I know that he's able. I've been young. I dare you to call on them promises. I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Never seen a seed begging bread. Can I get a witness? Uh, the Lord is my refuge yes, and my strength, a very present help in the time of trouble, though the earth be removed. Psalm 46, though the mountains be carried back into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar there, stop pausing, park. Yes, the psalmist in Psalm 46 is saying if God reversed creation because land came out of water, if God put land back in water, if God let the universe go topsy-turvy, his word cannot fail. Heaven and earth will pass away before one jot or tittle of the word. Can I get a witness? Thy word, I said thy word, thy word have I hid in my heart. Thy word. Is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word is a light unto my path. Thy word. You got to have faith. You got to have faith. Because Satan's going to attack you. Did he not say? You got to say, be gone, Satan. In the name of Jesus. Get thee hence. You are a liar. And the truth is not in you. Can I get a witness? You gotta rap back, talk back, come back. You gotta have some scripture to go back. Can I get a witness? You can't sit up there flimsy. You can't sit up there and let him smack you around. You can't sit up there and let the devil take advantage of you. When the devil comes in like a flood, you gotta stand up in the name of Jesus Christ. Talk to that devil. I know that my Savior I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Finally, he not only wants to attack the facts with fiction and the faith with frustration, but he wants to attack our function. Can I get a witness? I'm coming in now, not our will and our walls, but our wounds. Can I get a witness? See, Satan is going to play on what you think about yourself. That's your strongholds. What are your vulnerabilities within yourself? What is it that you don't believe about yourself? 
That's what Satan, when you say, well, I'm no good, Satan, good, I'll play on that. You're no good, heartbreaker. You're a liar and you're a cheat. He'll play on it. Won't he play on it? Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm going in circles. Friends of distinctions, you got me going in circles. Same, 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 same. You know, in your sin, I can't help myself. Okay, I, I just can't get it. Satan is going to play on what you think because as a man thinketh, so is he. You got to change your mind. Can I get a witness? He wants to tap into the dysfunction of your mind. Yeah, Papa was a rolling stone. Mama was no good. I'm no good. Stop. You got to put Satan to the halt and say, Satan, amen, the buck stops here. I've beat myself for years. I went around this mulberry bush for years. I thought myself to be no good for years. No more. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm a peculiar people. I belong to the Lord. Can I get a witness? He wants to bash the way you think. Can I get a witness? If you keep saying I'm 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 messed up and you remember in numbers they said they said we you know we went you know we went to the land, we saw the clusters of grapes, we saw it it's a great land, but we saw walled cities. Your walls will mess you up. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, your walls will mess you up. You gotta bring them walls down. In the name of Jesus, your guilt, your real guilt, your imagined guilt. Yeah, yeah, your history, your hurts. Hey, hey, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on now, come on now. Whatever negativities you have about yourself, God says, in your mind, put it to rest. You've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You don't have low esteem. Your esteem is in Christ. And if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. But not only your makeup, but your might. Can I get a witness? I heard Gideon in Judges 6 say, Amen. Oh, who are you talking to? And the pre-incarnate Christ said, Thou mighty man of valor. Didn't he say it? He said, Get up and fight the Midianites. Can I get a witness? See, God is not looking at your predicament. God is not even looking at your perseverance. God is looking at the product. Can I get a witness? When you get up today, you got to go out that door as if you already have the victory. You can't be floundering around with the victory. I already have the victory. I already won. I am already victorious. I'm already joyful. I'm already peaceful. I'm already rich. I'm already blessed. Can I get a witness? You gotta call things that be not. As though it already was. Can I get a witness? Child of God, you got to make up your mind that you are carrying around the might of the Lord. Satan cannot kill you. Satan cannot have you. Satan cannot destroy you. Satan can't even buffet you. Satan cannot detract you. Satan cannot devour you. Stand up. Tell that devil you are a liar. I'm a child of the king. I'm a child of the king. I'm born again, blood washed, blood bought, say and I got power, 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 
And when you got power, you can speak softly. And things are happening. How many of you seen The Wizard of Oz? We used to watch that every year in October. Can I get a witness? Dorothy hit her head and had a dream that she ended up in a land called Oz. And all of her dreams, she was trying to make it back home. Can I get a witness? And what she didn't realize is that all along she had the capacity to get back home because she had some ruby shoes on her feet. But see, she had to go through something. And she had some friends that had to go through something. One needed a heart. One, like us, needed a brain. Can I get a witness? But they had to go through something. Do I have a witness? But there's only one part in that picture that blows my mind. When Dorothy landed in ours and the house had landed on the wicked witch of the West, she saw her feet hanging out of the house and the wicked witch of the East showed up and said, who killed my sister? And Dorothy became afraid, just like us. When Satan rears his head and starts messing with the marriage, with the family, with the finances, we get afraid. Do I have a witness? But the one part I'll never forget, when the so-called good witch of the North said those shoes must be valuable, and the wicked witch of the East said, you stay out of it, or I'll deal with you. And the good witch of the North said, be gone. You have no power here. Can I get a witness? Shout out God. The next time Satan starts getting to you, say, be gone. You have no power here because I'm blood washed, blood bought, born again. Say In the name of Jesus. You can ridicule me, but you can't root me. You can't put a spell on me. Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Can I get a witness? If you try to root me, you're trying to root God. Do I have a witness? I'm free, free, free from the penalty, being freed from the power, and one day free from the presence of sin. An invisible invasion. The facts, the faith, the function. But Satan is losing the war. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you need to be saved today, please don't go to hell. Jesus died for all your sins, was buried and rose again. And all we have to do is admit, believe, and confess 
Ask Christ into our lives, believing he died for your sins, and the Bible says you're saved. If you want to be saved this morning, just raise your hand. Is there one? Give your life to Jesus Christ. Don't go to hell through the church. Is there one? You want to get saved this morning. Raise your hand. Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Put your hand up there if you want to give your life to Christ. Or perhaps you want to join the church. Raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? If your hand is raised, come on up. Thank you. Come on up. The Lord's going to bless you. Come on up. Bless the Lord. Come on up, dog. Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? Praise Jesus. Is there another? Thank you. Thank you so much. Lord, I stand right here. Is there another? Come on. Come on up. Step out. Step up. Step out. Step out. Step out. Balcony, step out. Step out. Is there another? Come on. That's it, darling. That's it. Bless the Lord. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Thank you, darling. Come on. Is there another? Step out. Bless the Lord. You may follow Minister Arnold. He'll lead you to Christ. Thank you so much. Lord, church, say amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, the devil has no power here. Listen, pray for pastor. Continue to pray for our church. Now, this is our first dry run. We start at 1030 now. I'm trying to get out here at 1215 because next week in three minutes, NFL today. Praise God. We love you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your lordship. And God, although Satan attacks us, he has no victory over our lives. And God, you are so ingenious that you use his attacks to help us to grow in grace. Continue to grow us up that we may praise the name of Jesus and submit to his authority. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet communion, the blessed Holy Spirit, rest and abide with each of us both now and forevermore. Church, say amen. We love you. Pray for pastor. Pray for the ministers. We love you. You are dismissed.